That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. If you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my very good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I am doing pretty well today, and yes, (laughs) I did my weekly review. I'm glad that one of us has. Um, This was just not my week. Uh, And I even thought of a trying to look up a word for what's the level below shoddy weekly review, like just barely like, you know, whiffing uh, a little look into the uh, OmniFocus, you know, what's left to do list, but it just hasn't been that kind of a day. And while I normally like to make sure I get some weekly reviewing done before we record each week, it just hasn't been that week. And that's okay. We've definitely all been there. <laughs> and of course, there's always tomorrow. There is always tomorrow. And, and and even launching OmniFocus and taking a look at your to-dos, that's one step above what is probably the shoddiest of weekly reviews, which is where you just look at the alphabet and you say, <laughs> I know my to-dos all have those letters in them. <laughs> and so I've reviewed my to-dos for the week. Um, yeah. That's probably the, 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 the lowest level of weekly review you could do. Okay, well, I'm going to remember that for a future reference. Uh, <laughs> but besides the, the big weekly review, we also have our feature of each week we, we talk about our weekly to-do. And um, before we talk about that, let's bring in the band. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. So, James, what was your weekly to-do that you uh, committed to having done by this recording? Um, It was, uh, pursuant to last episode, it was to do the habits scorecard exercise from oh. uh, the Atomic Habits book. And I did do that, and it's to essentially just list kind of think about and list all of your daily habits and then mm-hmm. you kind of put a mark next to each one whether it's a positive habit a neutral habit or one that you think is a negative habit um so i did that and yeah it definitely helps surface a couple things that i might not have realized i was doing so habitually that's interesting and my next for next week i have a couple of things I need to get to my accountant for my 2019 taxes. And, you know, July is so far away. Well, it's June now, so I should get those done. <laughs> um, so that's that. there's really two items, but they kind of both go hand in hand. So I'll get them both done in the next week. That's a good thing to do, especially when there's kind of a time dimension to the whole thing and getting it, also getting it off your plate. Finally, and having your taxes done. And how about uh, your weekly to-do? So my 
My weekly to-do, according to last week's podcast, is I said I was going to edit and publish two podcasts that I have in the can for other shows that I'm doing. Um, One about microcasting and about audio hijack and some technical stuff about podcasting with a fellow microblogger, Andrew Canyon, who lives in Perth, Australia, and he's a great geek you know, enthusiast, like trying out new things. And he had just started using Audio Hijack. So we had a good discussion about it. Um, The other one was another episode of Voyager Revisited. uh, This one about Tom Paris and with my good friend Jeff um, from Colorado. And I have procrastinated doing them. That's what I said last week. And over the last week since then, I thought, I should sit down and do those now. I mean, it's just a question of sitting down in front of Logic Pro and and mashing some keys and, you know, editing it up. But I think what I realized is that my my motivation or my, my uh, I don't know, momentum for doing those two podcasts feels just very not relevant right now. When, um, as, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, around the time beginning of June, you know that in the United States, we're in quite a time of turmoil on every level, which was set off by a um, police killing of a black man in Minneapolis. And, you know, there's so much news, whether the government is going to do the right thing um, on any level is always an open question. And it's very anxiety producing, but it's also, it has made me, you know, generally online in the public kind of not, you know, interested in in sharing guinea pig pictures, for example, or, you know, oh, dumb things that happened to me when I, you know, Mm -hmm. tried to get my car started or something, you know, because it just, none of it seems very important right now. And so, you know, Voyager or podcast recording, I mean, Voyager especially, you know, is feels kind of frivolous right now, Star Trek in general. I mean, I personally enjoy it, and it is kind of my my comfort food TV, but um, it, it doesn't relate in the slightest <laughs> to, to any of the problems that are going on. Podcasting and microcasting, on the other hand, I would like to figure out a way to help more people get their voices out there. And that maybe is the way I'll channel that energy. But anyway, it's a long way of saying no, I did not do those weekly to do commitments from last week. Maybe I'll do them this week, but I'm taking it off of my list for right now as the you know thing I'm definitely going to get done. And I did actually prod myself into a couple of other things that I had been procrastinating on. Um, one of them was my my tuition for Slovenian class uh, coming up in July, which will be a remote class via Ljubljana. Um, they will be offering us foreigners another summer of Slovenian as a foreign language. So I'm excited about that. So that's... Uh, but yeah, I had little paperwork with them and also with some of the travel arrangements that I made to be there in person needed to be canceled and uh, 
refunds issued, et cetera, et cetera. And that's taken care of. So yeah, so I feel like, you know, I move some things along, just not the things that I thought I would. Well, and that's, it's, again, the the nice thing about getting things done is that the whole idea is that you should work on the thing that you feel is the thing that you should be working on at the moment. Yeah. Um, and so the ability to, to change, I know we have our little kind of accountability mechanism um, on the show, but swapping one task for another is uh definitely allowed um (laughs) yeah and it brings me to the thing i i thought would be interesting to talk about uh something that you got done in the last week which wasn't on your weekly to-do list uh as far as i know and was uh was a really interesting uh result of creative and perhaps you know uh, other energies floating around, um, and that is you. You published a new song. Uh, yes. Should we give it a listen? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Before we start talking about it, so without further ado, this is James Dempsey with his new song, a solo acoustic version of "All Right." Everything is gonna be all right. Everything is gonna be okay Everything is gonna be alright Except for everything that won't be alright Except for everything that won't be okay Tragedy it came on strong I thought a song just might help the world along But I was wrong, wrong Everybody's gonna be alright Everybody's gonna be okay Everybody's gonna be alright Except for everybody who won't be all right Except for everybody who won't be okay So James, uh I think we probably don't have many songwriters among our listeners. And in general, I know most people, you know, even of musicians that I know, find the songwriting act, the creation of new material to be a little uh, mysterious and awe-inspiring. And I'd love to hear a little bit about how you decided to write the song, like how it got stuck in your brain and and what happened from there? Sure. Well, usually I write humorous songs that explain technical topics with James Dempsey and the Breakpoints. But I I have other songs that I have written over the years, and I never do anything with them, um, that are not about technical topics. And I have to say that this particular song was written uh, about a week before George uh, Floyd was killed. Um, so this was 
really in the context of sheltering it place in place during the pandemic. And I had just noticed online, you know, there's a lot of folks trying to keep people's spirits up with, uh, you know, bands that are recording songs separately and putting those videos online or people doing parodies and, and what have you. Um, or like on Disney Plus, there's the Disney family sing-along that they've been doing. Um, and part of me, for me, that it's such an ambivalent time, right? It's There's so many conflicting thoughts and emotions. On the one hand, I'm so grateful that so far I'm healthy and I have not been greatly affected by the events of the day. But on the other hand, I know that there are so many people whose lives are completely shattered and ruined because of the events of the day. And it's really hard to and you want to reassure people. You kind of if you have a message, you want a message of hope and not despair. But it's really hard to reconcile that, at least for me, with like reality. Mm -hmm. And I started writing the song almost like Hmm. I don't even know how it – I kind of was thinking maybe – in fact, I have the start of a couple of other songs which are more, much more somber. And then I just thought to myself, like, what is the – almost like the – how do I want to put it? It's sort of like you can be way too blanket reassuring and upbeat and happy in a terrible situation. And it's, it almost, it feels wrong because it's right. so, it goes against the grain of reality so much. And yet it's sort of the thing that people would want to hear if they want to be reassured. Um, so it almost started with me thinking like, what would be just the most, um, like basic, obvious, almost like cloyingly insipid little song that's just so upbeat and positive. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where kind of the first bit came from, right? Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be okay. Um, and it's just, you know, it's two chords, two happy chords. We're bouncing between. Um, but as I was writing it, it also occurred to me, like, I, you can't, you can't just have that blanket reassurance because there's so much it's just not true right and so this notion that somebody has just given you this complete upbeat blanket reassurance and then turns around and says oh well except for everything else <laughs> strikes me as like just it's one for me it just felt like you can't do the one without the other and also just the complete turnaround strikes me as kind of really darkly funny. And it usually doesn't come out in my breakpoint songs, but uh, yeah, there's there's that side of my sense of humor as well. So that complete assertion backed by the complete denial of the assertion, mm -hmm. kind of that was the beginning. And then the middle part, which I really love how the chords turned out. Yeah, that's really nice, the bridge. Is that's a bridge, right? Yeah, that's a bridge. Yeah. It's a weird song in that it's like chorus, bridge, bridge chorus. chorus, end. Yeah. 
so it's not it's not even a whole song but just this notion like there's so many songs out there is like oh you know i'd like to, like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony like just this notion like oh we can come up with a song and everybody'll sing it and things will be fine and we'll all come together and it'll and it's kind of like it starts off like that but then it's like you know but and music does have a lot of power True. and and Yes, it can raise your spirits and it can do all these things, which is why we we love to hear these upbeat songs. But it's kind of like, well, I tried this thing and, uh, well, that's that's not going to help, really. (laughs) Um, So it kind of tries to just turn that on its head a little bit. And then it just comes in and swaps out everybody for everything and then ends kind of on a more minor note because it's, you know... We can try to be happy, but if we stop and think about it, especially, especially once the you know once the day is over and you're lying in bed, you're thinking, "Oh my, um, this these things are really serious and yeah. not upbeat at all." So that's kind of the the thinking that went through the song, and yeah. So because I know we have nerds out in our audience, I'm sure. They would like to hear, and I would like to hear, what did you use to record uh, yourself and the ukulele, and how that went for you? Oh, sure. So um, I have an Apogee Mic 96K, which is what I use to record this podcast also, Um, and then using Logic Pro 10. And um, one thing I am working on but not very good at is keeping time Mm -hmm. like my tempo varies wildly um so i did a kind of a guide track between the time of writing and and releasing i uh i read up on the um smart tempo and flex time feature in logic which is pretty amazing um Mm -hmm. it kind of will analyze the audio and put in it kind of detects the beats and then it can adjust to match the correct tempo. So I did that for my um, for the ukulele playing, and then the voice I didn't use that. I just kind of sang along with the with the music. And so it starts as a guide track where it's just me play. Did it? No, this time it didn't. I just played the ukulele first, um, mm-hmm. and then did the vocals on top of that. Did multiple takes, and you know you take the best part of each. And then applied a couple of effects that seemed okay. Um, I'm not really very good at mixing. Then found some uh, public domain, just footage of nature scenes to do for the video. Um, yeah, I noticed that. That was that was a good touch. So on YouTube, I like that you start out. It's you, and you know, so we know who's singing and playing. But then. Um, for the actual music part, there is a montage of nature videos. And of course, you're trying to make it sound like you just sat down and played it and it all came out perfectly. Um, <laughs> but it one, because I really haven't done this kind of recording and I was learning those tempo features in, uh, in Logic and um, also practicing those exact chord progressions so I wasn't fumbling with my fingers too much Mm -hmm. um it took 
like not straight eight hour days, but Mm -hmm. like one session a day for three or four days before I got it the way that I wanted to. And I probably could have made it like better and more perfect, but it was something I do have a habit of like writing a thing, whether it's some writing or a song and just never getting it out into the world, which I'm trying to stop because then why bother? Yeah. And so it was important to me, like writing the song itself didn't end up in my trusted system because it was just kind of fun. It wasn't, it was just, well, fun. I don't know if it was fun. It was a creative diversion. But once I had the song and knew I wanted it to get out, then it became a a project to release the song because I had to, I, I didn't really have a place to put music that wasn't Breakpoint's music, so I had to make a new YouTube channel, and I needed, you know, just administrative stuff. Um, (laughs) And it took, you know, it did take a a chunk of time, probably about a week, from writing to getting done. I would hope to improve that in the future. But, yeah, the... uh, Did I answer the question? Yes, you did. I think you did. I already forgot what the question exactly was, but that's what... I I was going to ask you, you know, about, you know, getting it up on YouTube as well. And that was part of the process. And yeah, I could totally see how it goes from being um, hobby occupation to, well, now I want to get this done. So there are steps and I can make it into a project. And there's still, you know, I know I had talked with you a little bit about it before I released it, and I sent it to a number of people um, to get feedback because it is really outside of what I've really ever done publicly. Mm -hmm. And it is a little on the kind of more dark humor side, and especially during, you know, not a great time. To me, I still feel a little uncomfortable about it, but it's out there. And yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really um, glad that you wrote it and recorded it. I have had that little melody and the and the sentiment, you know, in my mind. Uh, you know, ever since I heard it, it's uh, it has a comforting tone, even if it um, is not pure comfort or you know, happy days are here again. It is not that. And I hope listeners will check it out. Check out the YouTube video. We'll put a link in the show notes. And uh, I hope to hear more songs from you like that. But I don't want you to put like something, you know, some repeating task in OmniFocus that says write a song because that I sh- I'm sure it would be a killer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I definitely I'm not aspiring to be song a day man, um, <laughs> which is an amazing ability and talent but yes. um it would be good to to put out some music a little more a little more often and i appreciate your your feedback yeah and a shout out to song a day man our friend jonathan mann who also arranged and recorded our theme song and song a day man it's it's impossible to get your mind around the work and the the toughness and commitment that jonathan uh, demonstrates by he keeps on going. On the other hand, I, f- I forget where it came up. I think we were at the Yosemite Conference, the Cocoa mm-hmm. Conf- Yosemite Conference, where you uh, labeled yourself Song a Year Man, and I think you actually have exceeded that 
uh, count in the last couple years. Maybe. I think I'm <laughs> close, though. It's uh, not yeah. by much if I have, but yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's a good time to wrap up this uh, episode of the Weekly Review, and uh, unless you have anything to add, James. No, just thanks for uh, letting me uh, talk about the, the song here. Um, I appreciate the the chance to kind of talk a little bit about what I was thinking when I wrote it. Oh, absolutely. And uh, thank you for writing it. And uh, I'm looking forward to sharing it wide, more widely. Um, listeners, uh, feel free to get in touch with us. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog and on Twitter. We are at The Weekly Review. Or you can email us at hello at theweeklyreview.fm. Uh, it would be great if you could rate or review the podcast. We just like getting those ratings and reviews. They make us smile. And we like knowing what you think. So feel free, get in touch. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. Everything is gonna be alright. Everything is gonna be okay. Everything is gonna be alright. Except for everything that won't be alright Except for everything that won't be okay Tragedy, it came on strong I thought a song just might help the world along but I was wrong, wrong Everybody's gonna be alright Everybody's gonna be okay Everybody's gonna be alright Except for everybody who won't be alright